Psalms 100, Psalms 100, and we'll be quick tonight, Psalms 100, a familiar passage of scripture, and if you'd stand with me as you turn, Psalms 100, I'd like to read it just together, and this evening, Psalms 100, verses 1 through 5. Psalms 100, verses 1 through 5. Read with me. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Lord, we love you and we thank you so much for who you are. Truly you are good. Lord, your mercies are everlasting and your truth does endure. And we're thankful for the opportunity to come to your house to lift our voices up and praise our God. Not just God, but our God, to know what you have done in our life. And so, Lord, we're thankful for that. I pray the message tonight would just bring honor and glory to your name in these next couple minutes. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. The nature of praise. I'm going to go quick tonight because I know you want some pie now. All right. And, uh, but so, the nature of praise. This chapter, if you look at it, it says a psalm of praise. It's really just the people of Israel. This is the hymn book of Israel as they lift their voices up and praise God. And you can get a good glimpse of what, nat- of what praise is, the very nature of it. And one thing that stands out to me, first of all, and you'll see it, see it tonight, is just, just simply the sound of praise. Verse 1, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. The verse, verse 2 at the end of it says, With singing. You know, praise, praise isn't silent, all right? Praise isn't silent. And it's, it's not something that you can just hold in. I'm not saying you can't praise God within, but, but God doesn't want your praise to stay within, all right? Uh, he says in that verse, that, uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. God intended for our, our praise to be, to be vocal, uh, he to be vocal. I, there's another psalm, and I won't go there for the sake of time tonight, where he talks about his praise among the heathen. Uh, uh, praise, the nature of praise is that it's, it must be said. We recognize this in our own life, don't we? You, uh, you can't just correct your children, can you? You must praise them. And silent praise doesn't get anywhere, does it? And uh, the nature of praise is, is that it's vocal in your life. Now you can praise God quietly, but God, God loves the praises of his people. It's, 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 a, it's a vocal praise. Uh, Praise is an actionable praise. Look at verse 2. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Praise. I I think of the the testimonies of praise tonight and all the things that God has done for us tonight. And I hope as you think about what God has done for you, that you begin to think about what you will do for God. That is the natural conclusion, I think, of when you begin to praise God and think about who He is. I, I think when you think about and praise God for His faithfulness, it should produce in our hearts a desire to be faithful for Him. Uh, when you think about all that He's done for you, that it produces something in your heart that I want to do something for Him. Praise, praise can't remain silent. Praise is the overflow of what God has done in our life. 
Whether it's a, 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 an amen or a hallelujah or a praise the Lord or the lifting up a voice and say, let me tell you what God has done for me. Or, uh, or whether it's a, a scripture verse that God has spoken to your heart. But praise is meant to be vocal. It's meant to be seen and it's, it's meant to be heard. And I, I, I think Christians, our praise shouldn't stay just among the people of God. Uh, our praise should go with us out into the world. Uh, the world ought to, ought to hear us speak of what God has done for us. A song like, look what God has done for, for us, isn't just meant for us, it's meant for the world. The world must see and hear, look what God has done. Praise is meant to be vocal, it's meant to be seen, it's meant to be heard in our life. We see that in this passage of scripture. You see the heart of praise. Serve the Lord with what? Gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Psalms 57, 4 through 7 says this, My soul is among the lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are as spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me. In the midst whereof they are fallen themselves. Selah. And then this statement. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart will sing and give praise. Praise is meant to be vocal, it's meant to be seen, it's meant to be heard, but it's also meant to be experienced in our heart. To serve the Lord with gladness. I think praise ought to come from some gladness and praise ought to bring gladness. I think as you spend time praising God and thanking Him for who He is and what He's done for you, it ought to do a, it ought to do a changing work in your heart and life. We sing the song, Count Your Blessings, Name Them One by One, and uh, what it can do in your heart when you begin to count and name the blessings of God in your life. And this psalm highlights that, the nature of praise. It has a clear sound, the heart of praise. Look at this, the foundation of praise, verse 3. Know ye that the Lord, he is what? God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. There, there is the foundation of our praise. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath what? And then he reminds us, and not we ourselves. He threw that in there. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. He reminds us, he is Lord, he is the creator, he is in control, we are not. Boy, putting yourself in control ends up being a very gloomy place, doesn't it? At first it has this lure, I'm in control, and you feel comfortable, and, but then circumstances get out of your control, and now it's doom and gloom. It is an inevitable dark place to be to take life into your own hands rather than leave it in the hands of God. The foundation of our praise is that he is the Lord. He is God. He is the creator. He made us and not we ourselves. And we are his people. We belong to him and the sheep of his pasture. We are his people. I was praying specifically recently in, for an area of, of provision, and, and God had some, shifted some circumstance. And, and I was thinking, I said, now, Lord, you, you've shifted this. And so that's going to create another issue here. And as I, as I began to do that, it was as if the Lord reminded me, do you think that was what was providing? Or do you recognize that I am the one who has always been providing? I immediately apologized, Lord. I said, Lord, I'm sorry for insulting you. I know that you are the provider. You are the provider. We are his people, and we are the sheep of his pasture. Uh, 
He is the one who leads and He is the one who provides. He is the one who looks over us. He is the one who cares. He is the one who directs us, friend. There's a lot of praise in following His direction in our life. There's a lot to be praised for as you follow His will for your life. The foundation of praise. We see the nature of it. It's the sound of praise. It's vocal. The heart of it is gladness. The foundation of it is our faith and our trust in the Lord. The approach of praise. Verse 4 says this. Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalms 95, 1 through 3. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with the Psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. Boy, our approach to God is meant to be one of praise. Our approach to God. You don't get near to God by murmuring, do you? You don't get close to God by complaining. You get close to God by praise. Now we're to bring our requests before him and bring our needs before him, but the way into his presence is praise. The way, the way to get away is murmuring. Look at the people of Israel. As they murmured, they drew further from God. As you praise, you draw nearer to the Lord. To praise Him. To lift our voices up and spend time. I think of how the, the, the disciples' prayer, the prayer the Lord would give the disciples to pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It begins with praise. A recognition of who he is. I, I, I think of what God does in our heart as we draw near to him through praise. And lastly, we see this, the recognition of praise. It says in verse 5, For the Lord is what? Good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. For the Lord is good. Amen. And that's the recognition of praise. The Lord is good. He's good when things look like they're going well. He's good when things look like they're going difficult. We know, the, as Pastor Adam mentioned, we know the thoughts that he thinks towards us. They, uh, thoughts of peace and not of evil. The Lord is good. And friend, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. He always has been good and always will be good. I think of the fact that the scripture reminds us God is love. God's, God loves us no matter what. He always has and always will. Now, sometimes that love that he has for us leads us to displeasing him because we don't live right. But it doesn't change the fact that he loves us. The Lord is good. Prayer, recognize, praise is the recognition of praise is the goodness of God. His mercy. Notice what it says. His mercy is what? Everlasting. It's his kindly. That, that word mercy implies his kindness, his good deeds. They are everlasting. There is no limit to God's kindness and goodness in our life. Uh, you know, I think sometimes if we're not careful, we come to the place where we think, well, look what God did before, but will he continue to do that? I can look, you can look back in your life and you can see the blessings of God, but sometimes we begin to think, well, maybe he's done. We can look at what God has done in the ministry and sometimes say, well, maybe he's done. But this verse reminds us is that his mercies, his mercy is, is everlasting. 
There is no limit to it. His goodness has not changed. His kindness has not changed. The good deeds that he does among his people has not changed. And that is the recognition of praise. That as we praise God, whether they're through times of loss or times of temptation or, or times of injustice or whether they are times of uncertainty, God is good and his mercies are everlasting. And then he says this, and his truth endureth to all generations his truth Uh, sanctify them by thy word thy word is what truth it endureth to all generations boy there are times sometimes when we live by the promises we not we're not just singing a song standing on the promises but we strive to live the song standing on the promises of god and and faith that faith that can't be tested can't be trusted can it You ever put your faith in something that God has said in his word and then you begin to wonder, will it come true? And the Lord reminds us in this passage of scripture, his truth endureth to all generations. His word is faithful and always will be faithful. It's the one thing in life that we can look at and say with certainty, it will not fail. Our opinions will fail, our counsel will fail, but God's word will never fail. The nature of praise. Uh, I will say this, I, you can't be silent when it comes to fray, praise, Christian. You cannot be silent. There's no sitting on the sidelines. God didn't say uh, a joyful tune, did he? He said a joyful noise. Because he's going to make sure that all of us, that there was none without excuse to praise the Lord. It has a sound. It can be seen in our service. The heart, it produces gladness in our life. The foundation of it is who he is, not who we are. The approach of it, it's how we find our way into his presence. And the recognition of it is this, our God is good. His mercy is limitless. And his truth, friend, it is enduring. It is the thing to build your life upon. It's the thing to cling to when circumstances come and go and change. God's word never, ever fails. Let's pray together. Lord, I love you. I thank you for the time that we've been able to have in your house tonight, just thanking you and praising you for who you are, whether it's in song or whether it's in a testimony, whether it's in the way we give after you have given so much to us and whether it's through the scripture that remind us of who you are. Lord, I pray that our praise, Lord, would would be vocal, not just here among ourselves, not just among our family where it's needed, not just among other Christians, it's desperately needed there as well, but Lord, that it'd be vocal out there in the world that we would speak of our God and who he is and what he's done. Lord, that the world would know that God is good. His mercy is limitless. His truth is everlasting and enduring. Lord, that our lives would be a testimony of praise to our Lord. Heads bowed and eyes closed. And and as the pianist begins to play, I'm just going to let you stay right there in your seat tonight. And and once again, I, I would ask you whether it says God has spoken to your heart or just one last time to take a moment and praise and thank God for who he is and what he's done in your life. Maybe it's a commitment to praise. I think of that praise being vocal in our life. It is easy to praise God among his people, and I don't mean to demean that. It's desperately needed. One generation needs to hear an older generation praise God, and an older generation sometimes needs to hear young people praise God. It's needed. It's needed in our homes and our families. It can't just be the, the commands of God's word that our families hear. They must hear the praise of God. The friend, the world needs it. 
They need to hear the gospel and they need the reason what happens as a result of the gospel in our life. But as the pianist plays, as we sing, one, as Brother Anthony sings one of those verses, spend time with the Lord there for a minute. The Lord is good. Tell it that others may know. Tell of his blessings and tell of his love. Tell how he's coming from heaven above. The Lord is good. Tell it wherever you go. And stand with me if you would. Let's sing that first verse together, if you would. You let's sing that first verse. It's page two sixty three. If you don't know the words, page two sixty three. The Lord is good. Tell it that others may know. Tell of his love above. Tell how he's coming from heaven above. The Lord is good. So let's tell it. So let's fix that. We'll start at the beginning. You ready? Here we go. The Lord is good. Tell it wherever you go, the Lord. 